Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism. This is episode 21. We're your hosts, Haley and Mackenzie. We have a really good episode today. This is something that we both are super passionate about, and we've had many, many conversations about it. So this will basically be like just chatting with us, but we're recording. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be super fun. Yeah, this is a really exciting topic um, because we do talk about it a lot. We're very passionate about it. Um, And one of the very earliest episodes, it was one that I did by myself before Ken's joined. So I think it was the second episode. Um, I talked about this a little bit already, but we're just diving more deep into it and having more of a conversation about it. So we're excited. Yeah, very excited. Mm-hmm. How has your week been? We should start with some news. I feel like we always say this, but it goes by so fast. I remember um, last episode when we had recorded you were not in school, but you started school this week and we were going to update everyone on how your first week went. So you go first. Yes. How was your first week? My first week was great. I think I remember saying last time that I'm now only working two days a week. So I'm focusing on school three days of the week and it's really, really nice. I've been able to be more productive and actually get my stuff done. So it's yeah. been really good. And I've enjoyed being home with Ozzy and being able to be with him. So it's been great. I feel like you've still been so busy, but like so it's busy. Good. Yeah, it's like I'm working, but mm-hmm. I'm just doing schoolwork. Like I literally start at like 8 a.m. and I don't stop until like six or seven. Yeah, you're busy, but that's good. School is good. I um, I told you this already, but I started to get FOMO because on the first day of school, <laughs> everyone was like posting like first day of sophomore year in college or first day of junior year. And I'm taking a gap semester. So I was like, wait, I want to be in school. But like, I actually want to break. But I do want to be in school. You know, it's yeah, I get it. And you took summer classes, too. Yeah. So yeah, just not traditional schedule. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. That school is good. Um, My week was good. I just worked. I didn't really do anything crazy. (gasps) Yeah. Um, Sorry, that was my puppy. All right. Well, yeah, no other news, really. We've just been going through life. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's do the feminist highlight. Yes. So this feminist highlight, we are focusing on Ashley Graham. And Haley actually introduced me to her. And I recently followed her on Instagram, too. Like, I'm obsessed with her now. So she is an American model. And she's most known for, like, this is how she got her big break. Um, she was the first plus size model to wear a bikini on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, and that was in 2016. So since then, her modeling career has really taken off. And in 2017, her book was published, and it's called A New Model, What Confidence, Beauty, and Power Really Look Like. And she has almost 14 million followers on Instagram, so she's a huge inspiration to a lot of women. And she actually has her own swimwear line. It's called Swimsuits for All. And it's a very inclusive swimwear line that has a range of sizes, not just like small to large. Yeah, I love Ashley Graham. I found out about her on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we find a lot of people on TikTok. Yeah, we do. Um, But I did find out about her on TikTok. And I found out about her when she announced her pregnancy. And it was – I think she announced – I could be wrong, but I think she announced her pregnancy – to the world 
after she had her baby. So, like, she started posting, like, videos from her. Kind of like Kylie Jenner did. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what she did um, because it's, like, a very private pregnancy. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Ashley Graham. I love her. She's um, a body positive icon. Yeah, she's very inclusive. That's all she promotes, and it's great. And it actually goes hand in hand with our topic today um, because today we're talking about beauty standards mostly for women, you know, there are beauty standards for men and Mm -hmm. what makes a man handsome and um, the pressures that they face as well. But we're going to focus on women today and we're going to talk about um, some of the unattainable standards that are put forth in the media. Yeah. So the, the thing that really made us want to do this topic, like I said, I already did a little bit, like, I think it was episode two. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was watching a show one night and then a commercial came on while I was watching the show on Hulu and it's a commercial by Dove and it's called the reverse selfie. And we can't show the commercial obviously, but I'll just explain to you guys what the commercial was. And maybe some of you guys have seen it. We'll also link it in the show notes so mm-hmm. you guys can watch it. Cause it's only a minute, but it's pretty powerful. It's really powerful. It made me cry. <laughs> Yeah. So basically it starts off. So it's the reverse selfie. So they start off like showing the girl had posted the photo and then it goes back in time all through her editing the photo, her putting on makeup, getting ready. And it ends with her looking in the mirror at herself, like with like unedited, Mm -hmm. unfiltered, no makeup on. But the sad thing is, so the selfie that she posts that gets like a ton of likes, a a ton of comments, it was heavily filtered, like super face tuned. It did not look like her. Mm -mm. And it also looked like probably a girl in her Mm twenties. And this girl looks like 13 without makeup on. So then it like reverses all the makeup comes off and then she's just looking in the mirror at herself and she looks very defeated and sad. But once she had all the makeup on, she like, looked happier but still not that happy because it, it wasn't really yeah hard. it was fake um and so at the end of the commercial it says after it shows the girl the super young girl looking at herself unfiltered no makeup on it says the pressure of social media is hurting our girl's self-esteem more screen time during the pandemic has made things worse have the selfie talk today and then it has it's like dove.com slash selfie talk mm-hmm. and it's these resources of how to like promote positivity about yourself with your children. Um, So I saw that ad or that commercial and I told Ken's to watch it. And then I showed my mom like, and it's just sad. Like, it's really sad. It's really sad. And now that we're recording and I'm like reading what the text said at the end, it focuses on the pandemic. I didn't ever really think about how it made it so much worse because there was more screen time. People were quarantined making TikToks and taking more time to edit their pictures. And for me, it was the opposite. Like the pandemic was really when I started to find more creators who were more inclusive and body positive. So I never thought about that personally, but I can see how the correlation between the pandemic and decrease in self-esteem because of all the screen time would definitely be detrimental and have that effect. Right. Because like all of these it was focusing on young girls mm-hmm. in this commercial, but like all of these young girls, all they have to like their classes are online because right. everyone was locked down. 
So everyone's just sitting at home on their phones pretty much. And yeah, like mental health um, crises increased during the pandemic. Like there was so much more anxiety and depression. Like now that we're coming, kind of coming out of it, we're going kind of back into it. But now that we're not all in lockdown, um, all of that has increased. And it definitely is associated with the increase of screen time during lockdown. And it's really sad because... Like, this poor girl, like, she lo- she was so pretty and so cute, but she was so young, like, in the Dove commercial. And she's just looking at herself thinking that she's not enough and she's not adequate because everything that she sees in the media, that's not what she looks like. So it must not be pretty. It must not be beautiful. So right. she changed completely how she looked. Completely. She's, like, a different person. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can see it. It's only a minute, and it is really powerful, and then you guys can kind of see what we're talking about. Um, but that's kind of the inspiration for today's episode about how mass media impacts um, how we view ourselves and, like, body image mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yep. So there's an article from yougov.com. And again, we'll link that in the show notes as well. But they said, quote, most Americans believe the media promotes an unattainable body image for women, end quote. And the study was done in 2021. So it's very recent. And its findings were that nine in 10, which is an 89% of Americans agree that physical appearance at least somewhat matters in today's society today's society, sorry. But many also believe that ideals around physical appearance are influenced by media and by the fashion industry and that these standards may be unrealistic for the average person. What are your thoughts on that? I have a lot. <laughs> um, I mean, if it was less than 89%, I would be a little bit shocked mm-hmm. that not many people believe that, you know, the media influences how we think about our physical appearance. Um, so, yeah, I'm not shocked at all that it's 89%, 9 in 10 people, because I think our generation has done a very good job about being more inclusive. Mm-hmm. And so we've brought a lot more awareness to where previous generations just haven't talked about it. And it's very much, I think our generation, like, really has done a good job. Um, and so I think, like, older generations just haven't thought about it because, like, this is what you're supposed to look like. And nobody has stood up and said anything. So I think um, in earlier times, if they would have done this study, it would have been less people thinking that than 89%. Mm -hmm. But I'm not surprised that it is 89% of Americans who believe that. I'm not either. And as much as our generation has done such a good job of bringing awareness to like all the editing and the face tuning and everything that goes into magazine covers and like personal social media posts, it's still a huge issue. And like people, like I do too, like people still fall victim to that trap of thinking like, oh my gosh, like she's so pretty. But like in reality, she has a BBL and she has a personal trainer and like all this Botox and facial surgery. And I'm not saying that's everyone, but a lot of the like quote influencers on Instagram do put a lot of money and time into their appearance because that's what Instagram's about these days. It's about putting Mm -hmm. forward your best face and your best image. So yeah, I'm not surprised it's that high either. Um, And if you don't say that you care about your appearance on Instagram, I think you do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is kind of a little side tangent that I just thought of. Um, But it relates to it, like how you were saying, like, 
in reality, like, they have a BBL yeah. and they do liposuction, like, all this stuff. Um, so it was probably, like, a few months ago at this point now, but I don't know if you ever saw it, um, but Khloe Kardashian, their grandmother, MJ, she released a photo of Khloe that was unfiltered and, like, like she's a I grandma. She just took that. the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And she showed the picture. And when I was looking up resources for this episode, I uh, that picture mm-hmm. came up. And Chloe, like people were like saying, like, oh, Chloe looks so fake, like in real life. Like, that's not what she looks like. And when I looked at that picture, when I came across it again of Chloe, like unfiltered, just spending time with her family at the pool. She looked really good. And mind you, she she works out mm-hmm. a lot. She does. Yeah, she does. And she does put an effort, but there is no way she hasn't had health because she has a lot of mm-hmm. money. And so, like, that might not be her natural body, but she does work really hard. And I was just looking at that picture that people were saying, like, she looks so fake. Like, why does she hide who she really is? And I get that she's, like, a celebrity and she cares about her appearance. But that picture that was unfiltered, she looks really good. And so, like, it just goes to show that, like, people, like, we look at, like, these pictures, like, of these celebrities and these influencers, like Khloe Kardashian, and she's super filtered on her Instagram, and she does not look like a real person. But the picture of her unfiltered looked gorgeous, and she looked so good. And so it's just, like, sad that that's what the standard for society is, you know? It is. And, like, it's sad that they have to hide their true selves. Like, I can't imagine having to do that and, like, not being able to show who you truly are. It's just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. So that was just a side tangent. I was just thinking of, like, um, it is true. Like, there's so much, like, that is filtered and hidden on social media. But, like, in reality, like, we all look beautiful just naturally. So, anyways, moving on with this study that um, Ken's was telling us about, um, 76% of U.S. adults say that the media promotes an unattainable body image for women, and 52% of U.S. adults believe that the media promotes an unattainable body image for men. So, obviously, like, people agree that the media promotes unattainable standards for men and women, Um and something else that was funny, like when I was typing out the notes, um, the quote from the study is unattainable study <laughs> or unattainable body image. But I just kept typing unhealthy. Mm. Like it was just like in my head, like, yes, this standard is unattainable. And it's not necessarily that healthy because we look at these models like on the mm. runways and everything. But there's so much like eating disorders and body dysmorphia and stuff like that, like amongst these models, like it's really not that healthy. No. And some people that is their natural body type, but like, don't quote me on this. I don't know the statistic, but like 0.01% of the population, like it's so minuscule, the amount of people who actually have the quote perfect body type. So yeah, this statistic, Mm -hmm. um, I thought it would have been more, um, because I think a hundred percent that it completely promotes an unattainable body image, especially for women. Um, and again, like that brings it back to the dub commercial where like, she's looking at herself and she doesn't see that she's the typical beauty standard. And so she's sad and feels like she has to edit all of her pictures to where she looks 
15 years older than she actually is. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. And I, I am a little surprised that it's not higher, but it's more than 50% mm-hmm. of people do agree Definitely. that there's an unattainable standard. And this isn't just social media. This is also mass yeah. media, like movies, um, runway shows, magazines, TV. like TV, anything like that. And we found some examples of this which again, we can't show because this is a yeah. podcast and you're listening, but we'll just like describe them. Um, some of these magazine covers are crazy. Yeah, there's one example and it says summer weight winners and losers. And on the left, it has personally what I think is a very unhealthy image. Um, you can see her ribs. Yeah. She's very, very thin. And on the right is what I think is more of an average looking woman. But the magazine says, like, weight winners and losers. Yeah. So that's, they're just saying, if you're skinny, you're a winner. If you have more weight, you're mm-hmm. a loser. Yeah. There's all sorts. There's another one. It's just a, it looks like it's, like, in a train station or something. Like an advertisement. Yeah. It says, are you beach body ready? And it has, like, a very um what I would say today's beauty standard is is like the hourglass shape with like very small tummy but big butt and hips and breasts. Mm-hmm. Um there's another one about Kim Kardashian, like 60 pound 65 pound weight gain. I can't stop eating. Kim's 200 pound nightmare. But the 65 pound weight gain one says Kim's pregnant pregnant yeah. Kim's nightmare. Which, hello, you're supposed to gain weight during pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah, and obviously, like, there's healthy amounts and everything, but you're growing a child inside of you. You're going to gain weight. You're supposed to. If you don't, it's concerning. Yeah, so that's just the thing. Like, the thing that's concerning that we were talking about when we were planning this, like, magazine covers and the ads in the train station, those are things that we're walking by and just seeing and so we're kind of being like like conditioned to believe that that is what you're supposed to be from a young age because we have grown up with the media all around us so when you're checking out at a grocery store and you kind of just like look at the magazines because you're waiting in line like these little kids are seeing that these are the standards that you have to uphold and there's men's health magazines that show an unattainable yeah it goes both ways and that's a great way to put it like we're being conditioned to see that and process that internally and social media has just made it exponentially worse so (laughs) Uh, it's just it's very easy to see why for years and years and years we have been made to believe that this is what beautiful is or this is what sexy yeah and you know to add it's always changing like in the 90s and early 2000s, it was like very stick thin women. Like you can see their collarbones, their ribs, like that one magazine cover we described. And now, like I just mentioned, it's like um, very thin, but still like have a huge butt and wide hips and have that hourglass figure. So it's always changing. Yeah. But never is it inclusive. No, never. <laughs> Or realistic, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I 
I was going to go on another little tangent about the Kardashians. <laughs> you love the Kardashians. Um, <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I'll say it. So it was a video I saw, and Chloe was doing an interview. Um, and mind you, Chloe is my favorite Kardashian, but this, I was like, mm, that's really not that great. Um, she was doing an interview, and she was like, I hate people who um, are sitting around eating, eating a tub of Haagen-Dazs and just like, complaining about how they look but like they don't do anything about it and to a point like that's true you need you need to be healthy and you need to you know try and be healthy try and eat healthy exercise be active but someone had like duetted the video and was like um just talking about how extremely judgmental chloe was because if chloe didn't have all the money she has then she wouldn't have had she said, quote, all of her fat sucked out and put mm-hmm. into her butt. Like, and, like, she wouldn't have this hourglass because she kind of has an hourglass yeah. figure with a huge butt. And um, and she was just saying, like, if you didn't have all the money, then you would look exactly, exactly. like those people. Like, real, Exactly. Real they have sick. private chefs who cook the best food. They have private trainers who are the best in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, they have access to all of these resources to make them look like that. And so, yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, shut up. Like, you don't even know what a real life is. She doesn't. She has no idea what it's like to live in the real world. And yeah, a lot of people were upset by that video. Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah, it just, to me, I just don't think it was a very Mm -hmm. good look. Because like, yeah, she really, she has all of these resources. And that's just not realistic. Like, who who has all of that? And who, who has all these people doing stuff for them and making sure that they're being held accountable? Like, real life, like, it's hard. Like, I went on a very long streak where I didn't work out, and I used to be very, very active and, like, very fit. And just this week, me and Ken's started working out. Yes, we did. Together. Yeah, that's another thing with my school schedule. Like, we work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings now. And it's so great. Like, we get to mm-hmm. see each other, and we get to work out, and we have yeah. good workouts because we hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel good. And the thing is, like, we, I went on a very long streak where I wasn't Mm -hmm. being active because I felt like I was just very busy. But now I am. Like, the thing is, like, to be realistic, like, things happen. Things change. Your body changes. Your schedule changes. You get busy. It's hard to make meals every Mm -hmm. single day and make sure that they're healthy. Sometimes you got to eat on the go. Like, it's just, it's so hard. And you have to just give yourself grace. That's a really great point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so most Americans believe that the fashion industry has had a big impact on this decline of self-esteem and, you know, lack of inclusivity in the fashion industry and in people's lives. And a lot of people, excuse me, credit this to a lack of body positive positivity in models. Which is very evident. Like you mentioned the magazines at the checkout at the grocery store. Like rarely do we see any other type before besides the typical model. Right. Yeah. And um, like another statistic is that seven in 10 Americans believe fashion companies have had a negative impact. And so that's just like the hard number that goes to show that most Americans do believe that the fashion industry 
has had one of the greatest impacts on the decline in self-esteem. Um, some examples like Victoria's Secret. I know, I don't think you really shop mm-hmm. there anymore. Um, I haven't shopped there in years just because like they just have a very, very unattainable standard in their models and they're so airbrushed and it's just not, it's not realistic. And I just don't like that. I don't think it's very inclusive at all. I don't think it promotes any confidence in anyone. And it's not realistic. That's not even how they look. They're so airbrushed. Yeah, that's typical with models too, which is very unfortunate. But yeah, I haven't shopped there in years. I don't, like, it wasn't an intentional choice where I was like boycotting them. But like, as the years have gone by, I just like, I want more comfort than like look or a certain style Mm -hmm. that they sell. And I just... I don't know. It's not really appealing to me anymore. Not saying I would never shop there again. I agree with you. you. To be fair, like, they have come out and said the reason they don't have more body inclusivity and different body sizes is because that's their brand. So I get it from a business standpoint, Mm -hmm. which is why I wouldn't boycott them. But it is very unattainable. And, like, a lot of women shop there. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it was never something that I was yeah, like, I'm yeah. never shopping there again. Like I never boycotted them, but I agree with you. Like my yeah. priorities changed. I want more comfort now. More comfort. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, one company that I know we both really like that is super I love Airy. I love Airy so much. Yeah, their models are very inclusive, mm-hmm. like very diverse in body types, in different mm-hmm. races, different backgrounds. So I like that. And Ari also does like um, kind of like ambassador yeah, spotlights. Do. And so they'll highlight just like regular yeah, and, people. Yeah. Like so I follow them clothes. on Instagram too. And another thing that they're really great about is including people with disabilities. Like I've seen so many posts where they have like models in wheelchairs and it's really cool because we don't get to see that. Yeah. That's another thing. Like um, I think another aspect about the body positivity movement, which mm-hmm. we're going to get a little bit more into but people don't realize like it means all body types. So like, for example, like some women who have had breast cancer, like will get Mm -hmm. like a mastectomy or a double mastectomy, which means like they have their breasts removed or both breasts removed because of the cancer. And so like, I know that's a huge movement. Like that doesn't make you any less of a woman because you have one breast or you have no breasts anymore because you had this certain illness or like you have a disability and you're in a wheelchair like that is all included in the body positivity movement. Like all bodies are beautiful, no matter what you have one leg, you have like alopecia or you have the, um, skin disorder. I think it's like vitiligo. vitiligo I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyways, um, but like it includes everything. It's not just like, Oh, like we love people of all right. different weights. It's, Everything. Everything. All of that. Yeah. All inclusive. Yeah. Um, the So going a little bit more into the body positivity movement, for people who don't know about it, this is a quote. Um, the body positivity movement aims to change societal and individual perceptions of weight, size, and appearance to be more accepting of all bodies regardless of their, their diverse characteristics. The movement advocates against determining self-worth based on physical appearances or perceptions of one's Yeah, I like the end of that because it, the focus is to not only 
focus on your own personal appearance and your looks. It's to really dig deep and see like what makes me unique about my personality, my mm -hmm. talents, what I'm good at. And I think that's really powerful because like all of us probably rate our looks above our personality, like in terms of like when you're first meeting someone or like when you're trying to make a good impression. And I think this movement has mm -hmm. done really well at changing the narrative of what beauty is. Oh, yeah. And I really like how it said um, the movement advocates against mm -hmm. determining self-worth based on physical appearance. Like, that's so true. Your worth no. does not come from how you look. It comes from who you are on the inside, your personality, what what you're passionate about, right. who you care about, like all the love you have to give. Like, it's so much more yeah. than that. We were looking on Pinterest for just a few good cool body positivity quotes and a few that we found were healthy is not a body type all bodies are good bodies my body is beautiful even if it's not the body I see on runways or tv and I think that's a great summary of what the movement is and the focus of it mm -hmm. yeah the one that I really like is mm -hmm. healthy is not a body type because we we dove into this a little bit but like yes you need to take care of your body and you need to be healthy but that doesn't mean like an example of someone who is extremely healthy exercises a lot she's vegan and so she eats very healthy mm -hmm. is lizzo and she's a bigger girl like right. that's her body type and that's who she is and she embraces it and she loves herself and there's probably yeah. days where she has a really hard time because i know that there's mm -hmm. a lot of haters that come at her and she is like one of the leaders of the movement. Yeah, and, and so that's she's hard. even gone on TikTok but... and responded to comments about people like, why don't you work out? And she's like, I literally work out every single day. And like, this is my diet. Like, mm -hmm. this is just me. This is my body type. Like, either accept it or move on. Right. And I think like the, the biggest thing that we can learn from her is like, you don't know what is mm -hmm. going on. And like, you don't know... If someone had, there's sicknesses and diseases and illnesses out there that just mm -hmm. make you gain weight. And no matter what you do, if you eat healthy, if you work out, you just take on more weight. Or like, like we were talking about with like breast cancer, like it yeah. changes your body and you might look a little different than society says a woman should look. But you just don't know. And so I feel like it's just really not anyone's place to judge and be like, oh, like, um, they look right. like they gained weight. You know, like, we don't know what happened. You don't know what's going on in their life. Maybe they're battling right. something. Everyone battles different things. Like, maybe something is going on. And so, like, that's just not the first thing that right. we have to notice. And something that I have heard a lot, especially like I listen to a lot of podcasters who talk about this very thing because I I'm so passionate about it. But a lot of people talk about like the stigma around like the freshman 15 and people are always like, OK, that's such a huge transitional period in your life. Like you go from like living at home typically to um, like being on your own, having to cook all your own food, shop for yourself, like meet new people all this adjustment and it's like your body changes naturally and so if you're trying to like add all that stress yeah. of like still trying to like keep your weight off and just not accept like how your body type is 
it just adds even more stress and people get so worked up about the stigma of like gaining all this weight when you go off to college, but like, it's perfectly natural. Like our bodies change from when we're teenagers in high school to when we're grown women and men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really important. What you just said, like your body changes when mm-hmm. you transition from being a teenager it's to being a woman yeah. or being a man, it's natural. It just happens. Like there's different hormones that we have and there's different things that happen. So it's okay. It's totally natural. And you're right. Like mm-hmm. when big life changes happen like that, like with the freshman 15 example, like a lot of people laugh at it and make fun of it. And it's like this like thing, but you're right. Like it's a big change and it's hard to adjust. And like, We've both Mm -hmm. been through it, moving out and having to adjust to all that, like being on your own, not having your family there, meeting new people, doing homework all the time, working, making meals, like it's hard. So you're right. I think you just never know the circumstances that people are in. And so we as a society have been pushing and need to keep pushing for realizing that your appearance, your physical appearance and your weight is not what you are defined by. And that is not the first thing that we need to be recognizing about people. And it's hard, but like we need to just dive deeper into who they are as a person or. Yeah, exactly. And like, just who they are. Like you said, like we've said many times, like you don't know what someone is going through or what their day to day looks like. Like, just because someone may seem overweight to you doesn't mean like Lizzo that they don't work out every day, that they don't have a healthy diet, that they don't move Mm -hmm. their body and take care of themselves mentally and physically. Like, you just never know. Right. Yeah, so that is the body positivity movement, and that's what we're pushing um, and encouraging everyone to participate Yeah, really embrace it. (laughs) And, yeah, like, embrace who you are because, like, we all – we all have things that we struggle with. Like, I know I have things I struggle with personally. I know you have things you struggle with. Like, everyone struggles. But if we just learn to be a little bit more accepting of ourselves and of other people and just realize, like, what we see, what is shoved in our face, it's face-tuned fake. and it's filtered and it's it's yeah. it's just fake. It's plastic surgery. It's different things. Like, that is not real. Like, we are real Mm -hmm. and we need to embrace that. One thing I want to add though too is like if you are someone who gets Botox or lip fillers, plastic surgery, whatever, if that makes you feel good, go for it. But like I hate – like this is what I hate about the Kardashians is like they act like they don't have all that. It's like everyone knows you do. Like just Mm -hmm. be out with it. So like if you accept it and you're cool with it, like sure, who cares? If that makes you feel confident, go for it. Right. Yeah. I saw a video of a plastic surgeon looking at Kylie Jenner's appearance yeah. like when she was younger <laughs> to now talking about all of the, mm-hmm. the work that she's had done. Like, you're right. If that is something that you like, like oh, if I can get down. fillers, if, if I, I can get Botox, right now, I then I totally it's would. It's preventative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, like if I could, I would, and I'm not judging people who do, but we're just talking about like yeah, the Kardashians are a great example. Like they make it seem like, yeah, oh, no, you don't. I just work for this. I've never had anything done. No, you don't. It's not realistic. It's it's very filtered and as evidence of the mm-hmm. leaked, unfiltered pictures, which they look beautiful in anyways. 
it's it's fake. So you're right. Yeah, do what you want to do and mm-hmm. do whatever makes you feel confident, but yep. embrace it. Yeah. Well, you guys, please interact with us on Instagram. Let us know like your thoughts on the body positive movement, if it's had a good impact on you. Like I know for me personally during quarantine and during COVID, like it's been really helpful for me to see the other side of Instagram and social media with like real content creators who don't edit or anything. So let us know like what you think about it. Yeah. And as always, our Insta is at Real Talk About Feminism. And if you are listening on Spotify, we are on YouTube at Real Talk About Feminism podcast. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Listen to us on Spotify if you're listening from YouTube, if you just want to listen. But yeah, like our videos, comment, interact with those so we can get to know you guys. And definitely subscribe to both of our channels so that you can get updates on when we post new episodes. And we'll see you guys next week.